Hey you guys, I got three field notes I'm recording today because I've just been hanging on to these things in my back of my head and uh, I wanted to get them out because I wanted to be sh- and I wanted to think about them for a little while to make sure you know what I'm saying I had a full understanding of these concepts. Um, even though I had no problem spreading things out like that availability heuristics where I did three as I learned more and more in application, etc. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm trying to get you all the information on certain things. So this pot, this field note I want to talk about. Um, enabling hypersensitivity to stimulus during your desperation. And this is going to happen to you. You're going to be made desperate. You're going to be made terrified. People are going to be breaking in your home. People are going to be doing all sorts of crazy shit breaking in your fucking car, stealing your shit, poisoning you, whatever, because they've been told that you're the enemy or they're being paid or it's their job. Like I said, there's three categories of people who fuck with you. But while you're going through this abuse, it'll get to the point like when you're in fight or flight mode and they'll do crazy things. You put you in fight or flight mode where um, they'll make you innately in hypersensitive to stimulus because your brain is trying to figure out how do I make this crazy shit stop and so you'll start to be like there must be a detail I'm missing so you'll start to get hypersensitive to all forms of stimulus just because it might be a clue in making your abuse stop or what have you this is super dangerous and the people who are abusing you especially the ones directing your program totally understands this is a thing. This is what your body and your mind and your, and your little monkey brain is going to go through. I don't think you're dumb. I just, I just think people are more monkey than they realize. Anyways. Um, so they're going to do this to you and it's going to get to the point where you're, you're like going to be looking for answers everywhere. Is it in the, is it in the fucking, you know, you know, and the bubbles of my coffee is in it. And if I look at the cloud, you know what I'm saying? Did somebody like they and they will start to realize that you're going through this hypervigilant mode in order to find a detail that you might be missing because your brain goes through like problem solving mode when you are getting fucked and it's not stopping. And when you're going through this, um, they know how far to push you until you get to the point where you're going to be starting like to pay attention to literally the color of the leaves, dude. You think that's silly, but wait till you get drugged a million times. Wait till they slip you so many things and then they gaslight the shit out of you and make you think horrible things. Wait, wait until they try to put you in a nut house because they're trying to fucking push you to your brink. Wait until they... You know what I'm saying? Shoot literal radiation at you. Like the stuff that's in space that can kill astronauts, which is why we can't leave Earth's little biome. Um, Crazy shit. You'll get so out of control with it. And you'll just be like, I need to pay attention to the details because there's got to be a way out of this. And they know this. And so when you're going through this, when you go through this hyper vigilant mode, when you're out of answers and it keeps coming at you like a fucking tsunami one after another because like I said when remember another one of our field notes we talked about uh, your cortisol levels and when you go through a traumatic event it takes like three days to recharge those to your normal cortisol levels to be able to deal with stress believe it or not people didn't know, don't know that but when you have like a blowout um, it takes like it takes like yeah three days to return your cortisol levels back to normal and it does all sorts of things. It can make you permanently just not give a fuck. Um, it'll make you and like it'll turn you into a fucking zombie. Uh, not every day, but you'll have just like weeks where you're like a zombie from just constant high and low and high and low and high and low and high and low and high and low. It'll burn you out. A lot of people who go to war and stuff like that. It's the reason why they have that like thousand yard stare after they come back from war or whatever because nothing affects them um it does your body isn't made to be in fight or flight mode all the time and that's what war does to people people don't understand like 
it's not war isn't just like um it's constantly having to make sure you don't die and if you go from a first world experience where you're going to like fucking Best Buy and the Olive Garden or whatever, then you're put into a situation where it's reverting back to your like monkey days where you had everything in the forest wants to fucking eat you. We've that's a traumatizing thing because it's like it's like taking someone out it's it's you know what I'm saying like you know, going from the jacuzzi to the pool, but instead of the pool, the pool has landmines, has underwater mines in it, and piranhas, and like, you know what I'm saying? And uh, that's why it's so traumatizing, especially to our soldiers, I think, it's because you go from this first world environment where everything is safe. Like, have you once ever lived in your, in America, and thought like, there might be a, one day we might get invaded. Probably next week, fucking... I don't know. Poland is going to like no, we don't. We are just so protected. We're in this first world tier because we run shit, and then you get those same soldiers right into into from an environment where they never ever had to worry about someone trying to shoot them from the trees or whatever. Like, you pull them out of that. That's got to be an extreme shock. So yeah, so I'll just come back and they have this thousand yard stare because you know, especially coming from a first world where our world is nerfed. Um, it's extremely gnarly. But anyways, going back to it. Um, I don't want to talk too much on a subject. If I'm keeping on key. It's when you're going through this abuse. Um, you're going to start to look at every detail to try to make it stop. And your abusers know that you'll get to that point. And so they'll start hinting things at you. And this is where it's the perfect time when they start to introduce to you. Remember, we went over in Crypto University about the colors and all those other things. That's when they start giving you this new alphabet, this new language to talk about things. And then they refuse to address you or answer your questions about things unless you start to adapt this method of communication. And what they're basically doing is they're teaching you how to talk about your abuse. So then they... And then train you like a dog to essentially um, talk about your abuse in a way which other people won't realize it and it's that believe it or not this same thing happens to like victims of child sex trafficking like they will teach children how to talk about their abuse in another language believe it or not so then they could talk about horrible things um right in front of people in public view and after they've broken these kids like a horse you know how like you break a horse like then they teach them this language how to speak about their abuse like horrible things and so they can talk about all sorts of gnarly things right in front of people etc it's it's gnarly but anyways the same thing will happen to you uh, you'll start figuring out like I need to pay attention to shit there has to be a way out of this and that's why they isolate you too by the way they they knock you all the way down Maslow's Pyramid. And then it's right around that time when they'll start trying to be highly suggestible about things. And what do I mean about highly suggestible? Here, let me give you an example. Listen to this uh, clip. I want to talk about hyper-suggestibility and giving signals. Here, I just found the clip. That's why I, I, I time-traveled. I, I hit pause and then went and found the thing and I came back. You didn't even know. Um, so I went and got this clip about how People will get hot, will try to leave you, you know what I'm saying, will try to communicate through you through non-words because they know if they, and especially if you live in a society where everyone has a cell phone that can record audio and video, especially now, but they find ways to communicate things because it also has this air of being scary because humans didn't really evolve to talk through metaphor. And there's a lot of like jerk off shit about it too. Like I'm being so scary right now. Like, no, you're not. You know what I'm saying? But they think it's scary, but they're also communicating a message. But it's nonverbal communication. And you'll get called crazy a million times about nonverbal communication and, 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 and verbal cues and all sorts of crazy shit. And it's important for you to understand this is a real thing. And police engage in it. And even the Department of Justice, etc., that run cases on them, understands this happens. Because you will literally be going to the cops and be like, these people are trying to tell me I need to do this or whatever like what do you mean that and then they'll try to use that especially if 
usually the cops who are helping these the community fucking lynch you. Because usually when you go to report things, you have to wait a little while in the police station. That motherfucker usually knows where you're at always. The guy who's like directing these people to fuck with you. And he'll make sure, he'll tell other people, hey, hey, don't, don't fuck with that guy. I'm working with that guy. And then uh, he'll try to like, usually literally the people who you're getting their police report from or given to us, most likely, most of the time, will be the same cops who are telling people to do this to you. But they'll use that as a as a leaping point to be like, what do you mean? They're telling you special measures? Do you need to... How about this? How about you talk to my friend over here? And that's their fucking... Key. They're trying to get you put in a nut house. But as you can see from these videos, I'm going to go back and play it over again. I know, right? I, I play something and I start talking over it. Even police do it to other police that they don't like. Uh, Nonverbal communication and threats is a very real thing. But these cops will definitely try to, try to use their... Because um, usually there'll be like some... Uh, a medical office that specializes in um, mental health and they'll get there and they'll get a contract with the city and that becomes their mainstream of income so if there's a problem the city wants to get rid of oh what do you think is going to happen oh yeah these guys who work for the city are going to help these shitty cops get away why because they don't because these cops can make a lot of problems for them they can do you know what I'm saying? Say, these guys aren't working out for us. You know, they let some guy go. They'll just say things. They'll bring it up. They'll fucking, they'll fuck those guys up. And it's money from the city. It's a steady stream of income. They're not going to fuck this up. So then they're going to take you to their friend who is on their payroll, essentially, this, you know what I'm saying, these mental health services. And then they're going to, and they're going to tell these guys, look, we got a problem. We don't want to fucking basically pay for it. I need you to do this to this guy. I need you to fucking diagnose him this or whatever, like. Bro, it is so fucking corrupt. That's another thing you have to worry about. But they'll try to get people who are victims of gang stalking being like, people are sending me messages and mutter. It's like, they're not sending you messages. They're doing it just like these cops are, where they're trying to say he was a rat and they don't like him, etc. So they let him know by not backing him up. Hey, all of a sudden these people are acting different, leaving pictures of cheese on his desk. Then they left dead rats on his car, like saying, like, we kill rats. We're going to kill you. Like, But they did that without saying anything. You understand? But these are cops who do this. They'll try to fuck you on the same way. Try to flip that on you. Be like, oh, people are sending you messages. Do you need to talk to a doctor? This is how they try to get out of it. This is how they try to get rid of their problem. And try to get you diagnosed as a fucking, as a fucking nut job. But literally you have police doing the same methods that many people I've fucking talked to in gang stalking forums. Some people are just like, yeah, bro. These people are intimidating me, and I went to the cops to tell them about it, and then they end up making me go to a nut house, and now I have to take drugs. Like, but the literal cops who 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 are handling you uh, will also usually be the people taking the fucking police report. It's crazy. They they want to. You're the little baby. You know, what I'm saying they're going to take care of it because they're trying to protect their buddies. They will literally ruin your life. They will try to murder you just so their friend. You should really learn something about gypsy cops. Basically considering qualified immunity and how police working they'll just get a slap on the wrist and then get a job right next door in the city right next door that's the but these cops will literally try to murder you bro or encourage people in your town to murder you to get out of their shit just because their friend doesn't want to add 15 minutes to the commute you think that sounds stupid until you go through this shit but anyways let me replay it so we can talk about the other thing this is about yeah I chase a lot of rabbits deal with it let me play it again and in Baltimore, the DOJ report included the story of Joe Crystal, a detective who had reported two fellow officers for alleged excessive force and was labeled a rat, with one colleague leaving pictures of cheese on his desk, which is almost charming, until you learn how far some others went. He found himself cut off. He says he didn't get backup in dangerous situations. Someone even left a dead rat on his windshield. It was like their way of telling me, you, you know, you don't belong here. This is what we think of you. Ouch. So, yeah. So, they're going to put you into a hyper-vigilant uh, state. They're going to leave you no answers. They're going to make you desperate. And then they're going to start sending you these messages and because they know you're paying attention now because you're tired of eating shit. And this is where you can get really fucked up. Like I said, the one of the situations is with the police. Where they could start doing this and then finally you're like, bro, I can't put up with this. I need the cops. No, you don't understand. Gang stalking only happens unless Department of Homeland Security. Usually, they're kind of, they kind of head this shit now. This new COINTELPRO 2.0. 
like a lot of it is co- is like uh, Department of Homeland Security. I imagine they've got quite the full roster after January 6th. Now they got all these people they can test new techniques on and shit like that because they're domestic terrorists. Do you know what I'm saying? Like air quotes, domestic terrorists. It's it, basically just some fucking redneck who uh, doesn't understand that you can't overthrow the fucking U.S. government because we have sky... We have fucking sky guns. Like, these people think they're AK-47. Have you ever seen those videos on YouTube of, like, people with the same AK-47s, assault rifles, getting hit by, like, a drone missile? You don't think that would happen here if there was, like, an uprising? You don't think the military would just come through with drones and just start dropping heat on fucking Billy Bob and his truck? Like, people are so stupid. They just got rich. This is the same thing I'm talking about, too, by the way. People get wrapped up in the romanticism of shit, and they don't think about their actions. And that's why we got a bunch of people getting arrested over January 6th. The same thing will happen with this gang stalking, by the way. People get so wrapped up in the whole, like, oh, I'm the first line of defense and blah, 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 that you can literally get them to commit felonies, just like those people with fucking uh, January 6th. They're just like, we're taking back our... No, you're fucking not. Because we have fucking sky guns, for fuck's sake. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you're AK, and, like, no one's worried about that. I think Biden even said that. Like, good on that dude, first off, by the way, for saying that shit. Like, Biden kept it real. He's like, bro, we're not worried about an uprising. We have fucking sky guns. I think he was talking about we got, like, air support and shit. Like, like we're not worried about... of. Like that, there will never be another revolution in America. It will be a silent coup. We will never know that happened. The same thing happened in uh, Australia too, by the way. There was something called the Constitutional Crisis. They called it that. Basically, the United, the UK, and the United States got together, their intelligence service, and they overthrew the United States government. So the United, the Australian government at this well, from at least the seventies up until now, I don't know how long, because you know time eventually, things whatever was completely controlled by uh, the CIA and uh, MI6. You don't want to get into that. Right now, that's a whole topic. But, uh... Chasing a rabbit again. Oh, yeah. So you're going to be hypersensitive and they're going to start sending you messages just like they did this cop. Well, he started getting hypersensitive. Why? Because now he was in danger at work. You know what I'm saying? They started taunting him, etc. The same kind of tactics. But it's totally legitimized. He's on the news. They're just like, oh yeah, he did this and they were doing this. Where they'll fuck you up is you might be like getting hypervigilant and paying attention to the details now because you're being abused. And then you'll be like, what? People are sending you messages? Oh, this nut job. Let's fucking get this dude 5150 out of my... That's how they're going to try to get you out of their hair. That's one of the things, situations that the hypersensitivity will get you into but they will engineer the situation to where you will your your mode your survival instincts will click and you'll be like maybe i just need to pay attention to things because you'll try everything and won't stop the plan is not to stop they want you to get to that point so then they can start uh hyper suggestibility because you'll be so fucking terrified anyways uh going getting back to it Sorry, yeah, I chase rabbits. It's like I said, I just, I know one thing about one thing, and I know it's, I'm drinking from the fire hose on this shit, dude. And this really isn't a podcast. If, if I had guests and I was interviewing, it'd be a totally different format, something you're probably used to more of. Less of this me talking about things I know. Anyways. Moving forward on that. Um, I want to talk about, uh, yeah, so the hypersuggestibility is when they'll really try to fuck you up. Then they start to try to introduce that way of talking, and they'll start with colors, and then they'll move up to, like, numbers. Like, they'll build you up, and then sooner or later you don't realize you're talking like a fucking weirdo, etc. Just so these people will give you answers. Because they'll be nice to you. All the- Man, I need to turn that off. All of a sudden they'll be nice to you. If you use their fucking little highly metaphorical way of talking, because it keeps them from it keeps them in plausible deniability, so now they can they can communicate around you and they don't have to worry about because they have plausible deniability. Because now, if you're talking in code or whatever, right? Because now they're just like, look, 
we'll give you the answers you're looking for, right? They make you desperate first. And then they make it so you are looking for answers everywhere. They're like, we'll, we'll give you the answers. But uh, you're going to have to talk this way now. We'll give you all the answers you want, buddy. But make you desperate. And just like with that cop where they put him in dangerous situations. And then they started fucking intimidating him about being a rat. And a dead rat. Like, look, they're using metaphors. They're using nonverbal communications. And they do that because of plausible deniability. And these dirty cops, they share so many tactics on how to keep each other out of jail. I don't hate cops, by the way. I hate the bad ones. Please, please, I want to fucking emphasize that. Because I had some people commenting, man, you're always dumping on cops. No, I'm dumping on dirty ass cops. Dirty cops. People who should be not be near the fucking job. And what happened to uh, San Mateo County where they just did a random psychological screening and like something like 20% of their police force had to be, had their guns taken away because I found out that 20% of them um, were not fit to be cops mentally. Like they failed a psychological, they got their guns taken away. Like, uh, like what's his name in that uh, Will Ferrell when he was in this cop movie with uh, Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Was it? And they gave him a wooden gun. <laughs> but yeah, they got their they got their guns taken away. There's just lots of people who just shouldn't be cops. And I'm not saying cops are bad people. Like fuck, dude. I don't think they get paid enough. But I think we should pay them twice as much, and just require them to get a degree in social sciences, uh, some sort of like not social sciences, um, social work. Make them get like an associate's in social work and then they become a cop. But we double the salary. So now they understand that people are humans. Do you understand? So And then we teach them all the dangerous stuff. How to shoot people and how to fucking karate chop and all that other cool shit. But yeah, whenever I talk about police, I only talk about the corrupt motherfuckers. And I just happen to live in a county where it's hyper corrupt just because of the location and all the things that come with it because you know we got the cartel that are right here on the border in san diego like you hear about all the crazy drugs all those rock stars do and movie stars and they it that doesn't get there until unless it goes through san diego do you understand that doesn't make it out of here unless it goes through san diego so the cartel they grease so many palms so the cartel there's so many just White cops, people that have no association with, they'll find them, they'll find a way to contract, contact, whatever. They'll fucking grease so many of these cops. And there's a shit ton of cops who are spies for the cartel, essentially. Like, all throughout many of our different cities, whatever. It's just the way it is. It's how they move shit from one place to another. And then we've got, we have the highest concentration of military and military contractors. People with security clearance. Um... Usually the U.S. government likes to keep a lid on corruption, but there's a fuck ton of corruption that happens with people who, uh, in the private sector who have uh, clearance. There's a fuck ton of corruption and crime, etc., because they have access to all these tools that can, like, do crazy shit like the shit that happened to me, like all this ghost in the machine shit they did to me, where they really did some spooky things. You have no idea, bro. You do not own your phone. You paid for a surveillance device that they could use to creep you the fuck out and it tracks you everywhere and you need it for your whole life it's you just have no clue the shit that i've experienced i have a whole podcast on the ghost in the machine shit that they do but yeah i only talk about going getting back to it oh yeah yeah, yeah. and i want to finish that up about the three kinds of our corruption ecosystem in san diego so we have the cops and the cartel are basically homeboys not all of them but they grease a fuck ton of palms in san diego because how are they going to get all those drugs up to fucking la that we hear so much about all those parties how does that that shit comes through san diego or right on the border and then we have all this corruption in the private sector in the military there's some marines that get into it because just recently uh, we've had some marines that got caught working with the cartel to do to help them smuggle shit like guns and people and shit like that like and there's a shit ton of gangs in the military. You type that into Wikipedia, gangs in the U.S. military. You're like, dude, we got the cartel. We've got fucking MS-13. And this is literally... And they go into the military as long as they didn't get caught. You know what I'm saying? As long as they don't have a record. they And those recruiters love to fucking 
You know, they'll they'll throw in, they'll throw somebody missing a fucking eye and an arm if they could. Um, so if there's somebody who's obviously a fucking gangster, but he hasn't gotten caught yet because there's a organized crime protects their own, then they go in the military and they learn how to fucking shoot guns and all sorts of shit, and then they come back out and then they train all their fucking friends here in San Diego, or whatever. It happens a lot. But on top of that, we also have private sector. A lot of those guys, you know what I'm saying, they leave. Also, those same like gangsters and whatever, they leave uh, with security clearance. There's a, still a basic security clearance you get when you leave the military, and then they get jobs in like internet monitoring and shit like that. Like, do you can can you see how the same people type that up in the Wikipedia gangs in the U.S. military? It'll fucking blow your mind how many gangs are in the in the U.S. military within the military. There's entire websites get dedicated to gangs who got. Deployed to Afghanistan and them tagging their local gang shit uh, all over <laughs> those poor brown people's homes. They brought their bullshit over there. Like, anyways, but yeah, those people have low clearance. They there's a shit ton of jobs here. Like when they when they leave, these are people with clearance who will get jobs doing internet monitoring because you don't need really really high high clearance, and they. You know what I'm saying? You just get a couple of IT certificates and now all of a sudden you got a good paying job, but you still got all those gang homies and whatever. Like, wouldn't you use that to like try to help? Do you know what I'm saying? Like you're still criminal. So there's so much crime that happens here too. And it's this melting pot of all three things. Anyways, getting back to it. Like, yeah, I don't hate corrupt cops. They're just, we have a very unique form of corruption here in San Diego, which I don't think many people understand. It's just melting pot of these three groups, the cartel, um, military industrial and um uh and corrupt law enforcement who are they I mean bro the the, the cartels they just they're fucking they flood the you know what I'm saying they 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 they, they grease as many paws as possible they make their lot these guys lives real easy all of a sudden you got you know what I'm saying guys retiring just being a beat cop but they can afford like a 1.5 million dollar house here you know in, in San Diego like oh I wonder how that happened um, but, uh, yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to talk about all those things on corruption. I'm getting back to it. I don't hate cops. I hate the fucking corrupt ones. And unfortunately we have a fucking culture here on top of the pol- corrupt police cor- culture of like the blue wall and how qualified immunity is keeping these guys safe from being complete dicks. Um, besides just that, then we have this other melting pot added on top of it. So it's San Diego, even like it looks, it's a, it's a fucking beautiful city. I love this place. I fucking love this place. I love this place. Uh, but the corruption, you, if you don't know how to see it, you don't even know it. It's happening right in front of your fucking face. Getting back to that. So yeah, I don't hate cops. I hate dirty cops. Only dirty cops. I think that it's a thankless fucking job. The ones who actually do that shit because it's their job, because they want to protect people and they feel like they have the heart for it to go from writing a fucking speeding ticket to then protecting, you know what I'm saying, people inside the gap because some fucking dude on PCP, you know, saying started waving around a machete. And now we got this dick guy who only makes like 70 grand a year having to be the only line of defense between us and a, and some crackhead with a fucking machete. Like, it's you couldn't pay me. Like, that's the days they earn their money and they still don't get paid enough. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyways, so yeah, I don't hate cops, uh, people in the comments. I fucking, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's a thankless fucking job and, um, they do things that you would never, ever want to touch and they don't get paid enough for it. I just think they should pay them twice as much as they pay them, but then just require them to get an associates in social work before they do it. I think that would solve so many fucking problems. And it's what's 18 months out of community college. Come on the fuck on. And you get paid twice as much. Like what? You got like 150,000, 175,000 a year cap after five can't make that on a four-year degree shit that's what we should be doing and then that would that would eliminate the need for corruption because they're already they're already they already have a fucking they already got toys and a nice house and whatever they don't need that extra fucking five grand and you know whatever it would solve so many problems anyways getting back to it these corrupt cops would um excuse me these corrupt cops would uh they're going to put you in hyper-suggestibility and then they're going to eventually be like, and now you have to talk this way. Or we're not going to give you answers. 
and they make you hypersensitive to shit and start making your life easier. And now all of a sudden you don't even realize they're training you to be their little fucking dog. You don't even realize it because they shouldn't have been abusing you like that. There's an eighth amendment for a reason, uh, you know, against cruel and unusual punishment. There's a reason why it's because America, there's a standard. Do you know what I'm saying? Like everyone gets this bill of rights. Everyone. I don't care if you don't like that person. You don't, you think they're a terrorist. I don't care. Whatever it is, they get those rights no matter what. And then only if they get convicted, do you get to take those away? Not because you're paranoid, not because you don't like that person. What the fuck ever. You don't get to take those rights from people. That's your birthright. You understand what a birthright is? But going through this program, man, you and I know, especially the people know, like that will fucking absolutely have people will start telling you you can fucking go places and you can't go. Like, fuck you, dude. Says who? Says who? Go get the police. Are the police not interested? Oh, well, then you could go fuck yourself. That happens so much. They start getting cocky. Like, I can tell this because you're so because they keep you so broke and they hurt you so much and you're always recovering from shit. And like you're terrified and you just don't want to gain more enemies. And, and sooner or later, the pieces of shit in town start hearing like, oh, you can do whatever the fuck you want to this dude. And then they start telling you, you can't go here. And be like, oh, get, you know what I'm saying? And it takes you a while to understand, like, you need to tell these people to fuck themselves because they will beat out your spirit. If you don't know what that's like, you should, probably shouldn't talk about it. But they will beat your fucking spirit out of you to want to fight back. And sooner or later, the, the, the fucking piles of shit, all of a sudden, will start getting on the bandwagon. The same bandwagon, you know what I'm saying? Those uh, vigilant citizens are on. And there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than a convict who thinks that he's allowed to treat you like shit because you're worse than him. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you have no idea. It is crack to a fucking, to some piece of shit criminal. Like, I'm a bad guy, but he's a bad, bad guy. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, Jesus, you smoke rocks, bro. You know what I'm saying? You smoke rocks, dog. Like, no, you're not better than me. I don't care if you think I'm a bad, bad guy, but you're just a bad guy. Like, they'll do that math in their head, by the way. I know that's another topic, but they'll do that math in their head. I might, you know what I'm saying? I might sell rocks and I have three babies, mom, and I don't fucking pay my child support. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? And I, you know, saying I do B&Es on the side, like... I'd might do that, you know, and smoke rocks and whatever. But, you know, I might be a bad guy, but he's a bad, bad guy. Like, they'll do that dumb idiot math in their head. That's like crack, by the way, to a criminal. So when criminals in your area start, you know, hearing the gossip, all of a sudden they, it's it's almost like they're trying to buy their way back into heaven. It's like, it ain't working, Hector. I'm sorry, bro. You fucking smoke rocks and you do B&Es on the side. Like, absolutely not. Go fuck yourself. But anyways... That's another topic for another day. You're gonna be hyper. You're gonna they're they're gonna take advantage of this hyper suggestibility, and um, sooner or later you're gonna find yourself now getting communicated things through metaphor, through all sorts of different ways of talking, and um, yeah, dude, don't fall into that. It seems like a way out. That's what I really want to get at. I know I chased a bunch of fucking rabbits. Like I said, it's I'm drinking from the fire hose here. But um Yeah, don't fall into that trap. It is a trap. You think it's a way out because they'll start taking the pressure off. Oh, he's starting to pay abide by the rules now. This is the these are the rules. This is how you're gonna get what you want. And if we tell you you can do this and can't do this and blah blah blah, and we're gonna tell you using metaphor, etc. The same way they did with that rat and the cheese, it gets way more convoluted. Like I said, there's a whole there's a whole fucking that whole crypto university shit uh, a series we did within this podcast. Like I gave you the gist of it. Lots of criminals talk that way, etc. People think it's the Illuminati. No, it's not. It's just basic bitch cryptography. And lots of people have adopted it, but they're in segments of the, you know what I'm saying, little niches of society you never probably cared to pay attention to. Um, it's not the fucking Illuminati. But lots of these dirty cops, etc., they speak this shit, you know what I'm saying, because they work with corrupt motherfuckers who talk this plausible deniability language. But it seems like a way out, but it's not. It's a fucking trap. Once they think that they started to train you like the little dog, they'll 
They'll call you, literally call you that. They'll call you their dog. Once it gets to that point, um, hold on a second. I think I got a creeper. Nope. I just need to wash my windows. Um, it's a fucking trap. It seems like a way out. They're going to make your life a fuck ton easier right after bat when you start talking and communicating. Anyway. It's not. They want you to be able to talk about your abuse in front of people out in the open so they have plausible deniability just like those child sex traffickers do and shit. It's... It's a fucking trap. You think it's a way out. But in reality, it's another trap. It just it seems easier. It seems like, oh, they're taking the pressure off me, blah, blah, blah. They're not, dude. They're not. They're, it's, it's a trap. They're trying to train you like a dog so they can get away with keeping abusing you. And sooner or later, you realize now you're in this fucking world where now you're talking like this. And then if you and these cops are in a second, bro. Every time you go to the police to talk to talk to the cops, you want to fucking report this shit. Um, the cops who are usually handling you will be the ones trying to take the report. Because they want to make sure that... Because here's another thing about cops. Let me back up on that. Corrupt cops. Not all cops. Corrupt cops. I should probably just start saying corrupt cops whenever I talk about cops. Because I don't hate all cops. Like, it's, it's a thankless job. It's such a fucking thankless job. But the shitty ones... Um, when they're doing corrupt shit, they know there's Boy Scouts, etc. So they might want to, you know, say if they can't smear you to their other officers and shit like that, because that's what they will do. Oh, don't fuck with this dude. He's probably going to say some crazy, but I caught this dude, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, dude, no. We know you can just make shit up. You do it all the time. Why do we have so many black people in jail? Oh, because cops just make shit up if they want to put them in jail and they're racist. So, no, if cops want to put you in jail, they will, okay? We have a million fucking uh, 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 black Americans in jail. Why do we have a million black Americans in jail? Oh, because cops can just make shit up if they actually want to arrest you, if they really think that you're a problem. They can just make it up. I love how people think, like, oh, because people are like, man, I talk to people like, oh, well, we heard you fell through the cracks. I'm like, no, no, no. There's a fucking shining beacon on a hill of an example that says cops can just make shit up if they want to put you in jail. There's no reason why we have a million fucking black Americans in jail. Otherwise, if the cops don't just make shit up, if they want to, they can just make it up. Anyways, long story longer, they'll try to tell their other buddies, oh, don't listen to this guy. I caught him on this. Because not all cops are corrupt. There's a lot of fucking great cops. And so that's initially when you first, because you will have this urge to go to the police and whatever. Um, though the guys who are abusing you, you need to start paying attention to their names, their face. Make sure that's actually their fucking, their fucking name on their badge number. They didn't swap it or whatever. Because they do that. You'll come back to get, they'll say, okay, well, I'm going to write this up and you can come and get this report in three days. And then you come back. I'm looking for officer bubble. Like, we don't have that guy. Like, they'll play so many tricks on you. But those... Um. Yeah, usually in the early on when you start going to the police, usually you won't even realize the cops that are fucking with you the hardest are usually the ones taking your report because they don't want the other Boy Scouts uh, hearing of this. So they're, you know what I'm saying, they'll keep, they'll keep, they, they know where you're at. You know what I'm saying? They keep, they'll fucking put like air tag on your car. You know, they'll try to upload some fucking software when you're sleeping or something breaking your house. They do crazy shit like that. You don't even need to do that. You can do that with a text message now. You know that? You can... And, and, a, and, a, and a Stingray device. And all those guys have that in their car. It's crazy. But, um... Yeah. So keep that in mind, too. That's a little nugget of information. But the fucking... When they put you in this hyper... Sensitive... Uh, hypersensitive mode... They're going to start introducing be like, oh, well, if you talk like this, kind of like what they did with the rat and the cheese, like, it's going to be very metaphorical at first. And then they're going to switch to being to like trying to teach you things, trying to teach you a way to talk. And then sooner or later, now you realize, like, I'm talking like a fucking gangster um, and I, I have all these new problems because now all these all these guys in town, all these piece of shit guys in town, because the cops know how to talk like the gangsters talk, especially the corrupt ones. Um 
But now if the gangsters know that you speak their language, right? Their plausible deniability shit. If they know you speak, then they can send you a message. And if you don't respond and they know you fucking, they know that you, they, they know that you know that, that you gave, that they gave you a call, air quotes, a call. They're going to fucking see that as disrespect or whatever. Like you have no idea. It's a fucking bear trap, bro. Like you have no fucking clue. It is a fucking trap. You're going to. It seems like, oh, my life's getting easier. I need to start talking like this. And they're going to start introducing you to that crypto university shit. It's a fucking trap, bro. Especially when people know that, oh, so-and-so, homeboy so-and-so who's on our fucking payroll says, fuck this guy and blah, 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 blah. And he knows when we're fucking saying shit to him. Like, oh, bro, you have no idea what that's all about. Um, yeah. Anyways. Hypersensitivity. And your introduction to talking in metaphor or suggestion or whatever, it's a fucking trap. They're going to use it to lure you and thinking like, oh, well, if I communicate this way, things will get easier. It's not. It's a fucking trap. And then you're in this world where now you're fucking talking like a crazy person. There's this learning curve, just like, you know, when you speak bad Spanish, when you're like, uh, uh, donde esta esta queso, you know, like... You're going to talk that way. You're going to sound stupid that way. Um, there's this one, like there's this one girl who was paid to be my fake girlfriend to help expedite this process. Um, that I came to find out that she was friends with my abusers and whatever. And now was isolated, etc. And these were the only people I knew. And so I would try and she did the same shit that these cops are doing. She wouldn't talk to me or she wouldn't like all of a sudden I realized like, Oh, I've, the person who's been helping my abusers has been around all the time. Once she knew that I knew that and I was, you know what I'm saying? They isolate the fuck out of you. So you have, you'll find yourself in a fucking situation like, what the fuck did I get myself into? That you had no idea. They were circling the wagons on you, dog. It's a whole process. But Dad Broad did the same thing. And since I didn't speak the whole crypto language very well, I would, and she was playing the same game like, I'm not going to talk to you. Unless you fucking talk that way or whatever. Because I had no idea it was a fucking trap. Um, I started trying to text her that way or whatever. And then she would post the text messages. Because I was trying to talk in their little uh, crypto uh, plausible deniability language. And, and she would be like, look at how crazy this guy. He says he's crazy. It's like, no. Uh, it's, I was, that was my learning curve. That's another trap, by the way. It, you don't even realize those are some future traps that this fucking shit has for you. But no, I was trying to talk in that crypto fucking shit and I wasn't very good at it. It was just like when you're starting to learn Spanish where you're like, you know, don't do esto is el queso. You know, you don't know what you're saying right or you know cuz it has all those rules. Remember right? Language has rules. It has all those rules. So that's another trap. It's just a fucking trap. Just don't participate in it. Learn to say things with your fucking face whole. Don't let them try to bully you into thinking that you have to talk that way in order to make your life easier because believe me bro getting shot with radiation will fuck you up it is a kind of weapon that you you're not ready for you're thinking like oh if i get shot then ah, i get shot and then i gotta get the wound and then it's gonna they gotta purge the wound i'm probably gonna have a little if it's deep enough i gotta fucking get a little tube and i gotta squeeze all the shit out every day and blah 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 like that sucks, but fuck radiation, bro. And then even after the initial use of the weapon, the radiation weapon, like I said, it's fucking everywhere here in San Diego. That video I've played for you guys like a million times, that ABC News report where those guys in New York got that industrial pipe radiography equipment and then basically hot rotted it. So it was like, so it can shoot like intense radiation at people on the street. They wanted to kill Muslims and they wanted to kill Obama. They wanted to see if they can get close to Obama's limo and shoot him with it. No bullshit. That one guy got third. One of the guys got 30 years, 30 years. Can you imagine you could kill someone and chop them up into little tiny fucking pieces and feed it to your dog. You only get 20 years. They gave that guy just because he fucking made a space weapon. They gave him 30 years. I don't understand why these gangsters around here in San Diego are so fucking confident putting that shit in their car all the time. Like, bro, I would just carry a piece. That'll get you three to five on good behavior. But like, you do 30 years in the clink? Yikes. What an idiot. Anyways, getting back to it. This language shit, it's another trap. 
Just like, you know, like when I was had my learning curve trying to learn it. And then I realized like these people who were supposedly caring for me, they were part of the people trying to trap me. But now I'm isolated from my family and all this other shit because they play all these sorts of games. Just like that movie uh, Focus um, with Will Smith. Um, great movie. How like you take someone on a journey who have and they have no no idea it's actually because someone's trying to take something from you. They're trying to surround you. They're trying to isolate you so they can fucking kill you, commit insurance fraud, what the fuck ever. Like they'll do that shit. Um, so now all of a sudden I would be putting these fucking terrible situations. I try to reach out to her and that fucking bitch would ignore me until I talked that fucking plausible deniability talk and I was bad at it. So I would like text her and stuff like that because that's the only people I knew. Because I didn't know I was being isolated on purpose. Um, and then she would post it and be like, look how crazy this guy is. Like, behind my back. That that brought did so many crazy fucked up things. Like, to put me in situations to, like, fucking con me. Like, yikes. That's a whole other fucking podcast. I probably should do some shit on that one these days. But, yeah. The fucking don't fall for the trap. Don't fall for the plausible deniability trap, dude. It is a trap. These, these people are trying to get you to talk in a way about your abuse so they can abuse you more and you can start to normalize it. And it's just, it's got so many traps in it that it's not worth it. But they will introduce it to you like it is a fucking solution. It is not. Um, There's so many snags on the way there to even understand it. I wish I didn't fucking know this shit. I... It's like extra noise on top of people talking already. And since there's so much corruption in San Diego and a fuck ton of people talk and communicate that way here, a fuck ton, especially since it's got a lot of mixture of like the military and shit like that because of the melting pot we have here. Um, There's just a fuck ton of people who communicate. And now it's like extra noise on top of regular. And I just, I hate it. Fucking hate it. Um... Because now someone can say something to you that would sound normal and normal speak, but you realize they're probably saying the most fucked up shit to your face. Like, and if you fucking get mad in a group of people who don't speak that or whatever, it's like, it's like if someone's talking shit at you at the grocery store and you don't speak Spanish, but they're sitting there, you know what I'm saying? Talking about your daughter, like in a horrible way and you never know. But if there's somebody else, but if you secretly know Spanish, you know that they're talking some mad, horrible shit. Like probably want to punch him in the face but you look like a crazy person because everyone else in line speaks only english that's kind of what i'm talking like but yeah so it's a trap it sounds sexy or they'll try not even sexy like the crypto shit sounds sexy for people who aren't going through this program and have to learn it but um it's not it's a it's a fucking trap and they'll use it to um even make you look stupid if they could and basically, they're training you like a dog to talk about your abuse in a way that enables them to keep doing it through plausible deniability. And then you just get like locked in this world uh, where now everyone's talking to you like that. And uh, it's actually kind of annoying. I don't know. I'm just kind of one of those people. Well, it's annoying to me. How's that? It's annoying to me um, now. Because I'm more of a person who just says things. Obviously, you've listened to me in this podcast. I just say what I think. And that's... It seems like lying to me. That's what it feels like. Even though I'm saying something cryptically, like it feels like I'm I'm, I'm, sell, I'm telling a lie. I'm, I'm talking not truthfully. Like, I'm not being me. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's why it really bugs me. But now that every, you know that certain people know that I know it, they'll they talk that shit to me all the time online, in town or whatever. You should go back over that crypto university shit. I gave you guys the basics of it if you're ever interested in it. But if you're in the situation where you're getting abused and they introduce this to you, do not engage. Do not go down that fucking rabbit hole. It's not fucking worth it. They're just they're just training you to learn to talk about your abuse. In a way that essentially now you're there after a while you start to learn this shit and now you only talk this way and now they know that you're not going to fucking talk openly about the fucked up things they do to you. Uh, It's basically like open season. So don't fall for it. Um, It's they'll put they'll make you hypersensitive 
and then they'll kind of uh, breadcrumb you as the way out. The same way that those, and it's starts off kind of the same way as those cops with the rats and the cheese, the dead rats saying they're going to kill them or whatever. Like it's very metaphorical at first, but right. You understood that. And don't fall for the trap where they try to make you talk that way. And then you try to go to the police and you tell them like, people are saying these things to me and message like, Oh, what people are sending you messages. Do you need to talk to somebody? These cops know what the fuck it is. I mean, they do it to their own for fuck's sake. If they rat on them for being piece of shits. So that's the other trap that's kind of included in it. Too bad there's not like some sort of verify form or whatever you can report people to the government that supersede, like, fuck what, you know what I'm saying? There should be some shit like that where you can do it over the phone where they can verify it's you through your, you know, there's got to be some e-verify system that you can report the police to, you know, uh, internal affairs or something. I can't believe they don't have that fucking system in place because here's the thing, especially when you have corrupt cops, they know your location. They keep track of you, especially if they did some fucked up shit. They'll make you, they'll tell you you can't leave town. They'll fucking, they'll get their corrupt little gangsters that they work with to keep track of you and shit. Like you would think that the, the government or internal affairs or whatever would make some sort of online process where you can at least do it from your fucking phone. And there's like e-verify. That'd be amazing. Just completely supersede them because trying to report a cop is bullshit. It's so hard. There's a great video I have on our uh, Odyssey page. Odyssey is a video hosting platform. Um, it's future of the internet if Section 230 doesn't get revoked. But yeah, of this guy trying to report local police. It's a nightmare. You literally see the process. It's a fucking nightmare. They put you through the paces. They intimidate you. They don't want to report their own. They think that... Well, the job is well. The, here's the here's the general thinking: is that people don't understand the job, and so what they think is a complaint isn't a complaint, and that's the general thought between law enforcement: is people just don't understand the job, and so that's why they work to protect each other. Now, essentially, I can see that, but who the, those the cops aren't there to decide that. Do you know what I'm saying? And they should probably beef up internal affairs of anything. They should automate a lot of shit too, because when you have dirty cops, they keep they keep track of you, dog. Especially when they know that they fucked up, they keep track of you. They intimidate you. It'd be it's hard to go to find an internal affairs or whatever, thinking that you're safe, or they should just make it so that you could do it from your phone. And there's some sort of e-verify system to you know what I'm saying to make sure it's legit. Like there has to be some something symptom. Anyways, that's another thing. But don't fall for the trap. They're going to try to make you hypersensitive. They're going to try to make... They're going to try to um, make you think this is your way out. And it's a it's a trap. It, essentially, your abusers are teaching you like a dog how to talk about your abuse so they don't go to jail. You don't realize it. And they're going to start slowly making your life easier, etc. Because you're starting to talk this way and you're, you start telling yourself, Okay, this is the way out. This is the way out. This is the way out. Like... And you're terrified, even though you, you can seriously, here's a, here's a thing about being terrified. Um, there was this experiment this guy did. I talked about it on basic bitch, psychological, basic bitch, social, uh, 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 behavioral science or whatever. Go back and look at the, it's the one that says basic bitch, where I go over this one experiment this doctor did where he placed a dog in a cage and one side of his cage was was electrified, and the other part of his cage was not electrified. And eventually, they started zapping the dog because the foot, the the floor of his cage was electrified, and the dog would move over to the other side. And he kept doing this, and finally, they put the dog. Once they under, once the dog learned my cage can hurt me, then they put the dog in a cage that only had, didn't have an area of the cage that didn't have shock, didn't have electric shock, and then. They just shocked the dog. And since and after a while, the dog realized there was no way to escape. And then eventually, the, the dog just took the fucking shocks. And it just stayed in its cage. It didn't yelp. It didn't bark. It just knew that it could not escape the shocks. Fucked up experiment, right? And here's the thing. is Eventually, the dog became calm. And people don't understand this about gang stalking is you can go through so much trauma and you can look like you're having like a calm conversation. You can look like you're fine at home. 
if somebody was watching you on video or whatever, like remotely, they would sit there and look at you and be like, this motherfucker's fine. There's nothing going on here. Well, here's the key thing about that experiment is that when they shocked the fucking shit out of the dog and got to the point where the dog felt there was no escape and eventually it would just, it would literally just lay on the floor and get shocked. It wouldn't yelp. Nothing, because it realized that there was no way to escape. And it couldn't keep losing its shit because it stressed out the dog. But here's what was going on. Then the doctor took the blood of the dog. Oh, 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 I'm forgetting one other part of the experiment. Then the doctor put the dog in a cage with two with another dog. And one side of the cage was electrified. And the other side of the cage with the other dog that he can escape to um, was not. And then they shocked the dog on one side of the cage and the dog just laid down, put its, laid down and put its head down and dealt with the shocks because it felt like there was no escape even though he didn't know that it switched. What a fucked up experiment. But here's what they learned is the dog looked calm as shit. They took the blood of the dog and they looked at its cortisol levels and found out the cortisol levels on the dog. Cortisol is how your body resi- uh, responds to stress. And they, f- and they found, even though the dog wasn't losing its fucking mind, it was actually losing its fucking mind. Even though it was going through the shocks and it just laid down or whatever, its cortisol levels were through the roof like it was losing its mind. So what was really going on was that dog was absolutely on the brink of losing its shit but it kept its composure but it was still absolutely terrified and that's something to understand is people can go through this experiment experience and like i remember a couple of times i tried to reach out for help and i found out later they're like well they took some video of you or whatever and it looked like you were just fine and nothing was happening to you and you're just exaggerating but Unfortunately, that experiment, like you can be going through the craziest shit and you know there's no way out and you just sit there and deal with the shocks or the radiation or whatever. But in reality, in your head, you're just going, ah, ah, ah. Do you know what I'm saying? You could be having a perfect normal conversation with someone and in reality, you're just like, how do I get out of this? What's going on? Am I doing the math? You know, blah, 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 because you're put in such terror. And that's something people don't understand is a thing. It's a side effect of this enhanced torture. You're just trying to get out of something and you will look under every rock to do it and you'll be absolutely fucking terrified. And then they have all these things that they can sucker punch you with that you have no clue how they're fucking you. You know what I'm saying? All these things. And one of those things I'll fuck you with is that lure of, hey, talk like this now. How about, how about you, uh, you know what I'm saying? We'll start being nice to you. All of a sudden, well, you know what I'm You can get a bite to eat around town that's not all fucked up or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, at least in San Diego. Like, there, almost every restaurant line cook here has some sort of connection with the cartel. It's crazy. Because they have to have these basic jobs so they can cheat on their taxes. You understand? So it looks like, oh, well, why do you drive an Escalade? Oh, well, I live with, you know, five other families. and blah, blah. No, you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, but they have these basic jobs all around town, uh, cartel guys. So they can cheat on their taxes, so they can, so there's no indiscrepancies about things that on their income, but they're everywhere, fuck ton of them, especially in San Diego. But yeah, so they'll be like, oh yeah, well you can get a bite to eat, and it won't be fucked with, and da da da. You just gotta play the game. You gotta talk, the talk. You know what I'm saying? You gotta blah blah blah. Plausible deniability language. Do the little crypto shit, and then you know your life will get easier. It's not. They'll use that to embarrass you. They'll use it to all sorts of fucking things. So anyways, don't fall for the trap. I really hope this information helps. Yeah, I talked for the full hour, but there's a lot of idiosyncrasies that I I needed to touch on that were important for you to absorb because when this is new and it's hitting you in the face, you're, you're absolutely just batshit bananas. But if you can listen to this, and you're like, oh, yeah, he talked about this here. and Because da, 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 da. your brain will do that when you're in that situation. You'll be like, oh, yeah, what's this information I know? Um, maybe it won't be such a shock or you won't fall for the trap like I did. That's what I want you guys to do. Learn from my mistakes. Anyways, um, 
Thanks for listening to me. And I hope this message finds you well as I broadcast from San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. Hey, you know what? Usually I end my podcast with that um, sign-off. But um, I actually want to give you this quote I got from T.K. Coleman. And you know, I think quotes... Yeah, I'm not really into the live, laugh, love spiritualism, but this really is a gnarly experience to go through. Um, there's this quote by T.K. Coleman, and uh, I hope this helps you because I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed this quote. Uh, sometimes people argue with you because they think you're wrong. Sometimes people argue with you because they know you're right. And they want to drain your energy in order to distract you from stepping into the power that truth brings.